Hi, lovely listeners. I am so happy to be back with this podcast. We are going to be consistent now. Thank you for your patience. Before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to let you know that we still have slots left for my pre-professional summer intensive, the very first one for Catherine Morgan and Friends. Come join us in a happy, healthy environment with an amazing faculty for two weeks this July. All the details at khabandfriends.com. Now let's get into the episode. All right, so how do do we even do this? I don't know. Hi, you guys. It's been a lot of minutes since we did this, and it is genuinely my fault once again. I don't have a life, so it's not my fault. (laughs) No, it's my fault. It's 100% my fault. I think I can finally like maintain a decent podcast schedule now. Again, apologies and thank you for your patience. But I've had a lot going on. Katie runs <laughs> Katie runs an empire. Let's be very clear about this. So Katie has an empire and to run this empire, she has to hustle like <laughs> I was going to say like, like a $2 whore, but that's not the proper <laughs> I can't say that on the podcast. So Katie has to hustle you can like say that's the saying, but I can't think of any other saying than that one. Let me, I'm trying to think of a, of a, of, okay. Katie has to hustle. Like, I can't think of one. I was trying to think of some type of Disney reference I could do to make it like very peaceful. And I'm, I'm like, um, Katie has to hustle. Like, no, you can um, say it. I feel like we're at that um, point now on our podcast where you can just say it because people know how we, are. I mean, it's a saying, it's a saying, yep. it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, a vulgar saying, but it is what it is. Yep. Okay, here we go. Katie has to hustle as much as Aladdin and Abu have to steal the bread and apples <laughs> to survive. I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of, I, that's, I, that doesn't even work, but you know what I mean. Well, we have so much to catch up on. I'm so excited to get back to our regularly scheduled programming because I have missed you dearly. I missed you too because people don't realize that like, I mean, maybe they do realize we we legit use this as our friendship to yeah. like our our weekly catch up as friends. Like, <laughs> yeah, I literally haven't talked busy, to you like a month. No, it's like a few texts like here and sparse there and whatever, because you are hustling yeah. and is what it is. So it's like, oh, we have so much like real life stuff to talk about. We have so much like podcast topic stuff to talk about. We have so many things of things that do not affect our lives and are really nothing, but I'm like, we have to talk about these things. So tuck Um, in y'all. And then I was thinking (laughs) we have like four episodes recorded that I have not done. I know. I know. So I was like today, um, because uh, Paul was like, oh, you're podcasting again. Or my man, I was just talking to my sister and she was like, oh, you have a pop. I was like, I got to go. I got a podcast. She was, oh, mom's going to love this because she's missed it. And I was like, well, there's like four just sitting there unedited or whatever. And I was like, oh, Katie should just release these on her YouTube channel, part of her subscriptions. <gasps> Brilliant. There and you go. And then you j- just edit out whatever we say off pod mm-hmm. and you can leave everything else as is yeah. and just post it. Mm-hmm. And you can literally just put like a montage of like photos of us. Yeah. Just as like bonus. Mm-hmm. Or you can have our videos here and then just edit out all the off pod sentences that's brilliant, Sean. Thank you. And then just put them on for your subscription. Be like, hey, subscribers, we have this. Mm-hmm. That's brilliant. Because like they're good. Three or two or whatever. 
They're yeah, good. but now they're at a date. They talk about Nutcracker. They talk about Oz. They talk about oh yeah, um, they're at. I a think date. you, one of your, uh, you were talking about. Um, was it right before you started? No, we haven't even talked about your Chase stuff. Jason, uh, no. Mm-mm. What's his name? Green. Jason. Jason Greenwood. So, yeah. yeah. So I mean, yeah. So I was like, oh, these are just let's just move on and put these on like, like yeah. Well, also because I listen to um. Uh, the Girls Next Level podcast, which is two out of the three original Girl Next Door. Remember that TV series on E! back in the day? Hugh Hefner's yes. Three Girlfriends? <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, two of them have a podcast and they're re-watching the whole series and talking about it and giving like more in-depth information. It's so interesting to me, hmm. but they have, um, it's like what we're doing, but they have a Patreon page. And so on their Patreon page, they do, they have, they they like show their like, all the photos from their scrapbooks of their year and stuff. Wow. I was like, oh, well, let's just do that with our extra episodes. That's perfect. That's perfect because I want to move forward. I don't want to like be stuck back in Nutcracker now. Like mm-hmm. I still have them. They're there, but let's move yeah. forward with with time and keep people on track because a lot of people have like found the podcast recently and they're like, oh my gosh, I love it. So we have a lot of new people and I will fully post that we're back because I'm sure people have thought we're done. So... I know. <laughs> well, my season ends next week, so I'm like fair game to record anytime during the day and any day now. Wonderful. Before we get into our daily lives, I want to talk about, since you were referenced Disney at the top of this show, I would like to reference the video you sent me recently about the news that the dragon caught fire and exploded <laughs> at Disneyland, which we talked about on our vlog, by the way. <laughs> because Disney- that dragon is worth multi-million dollars yeah the phantasmic dragon if you did not see it caught fire could you imagine watching phantasmic Mm-mm. and then all of a sudden like oh some flames are happening and then the dragon just gets engulfed head to toe that's terrible and then the, now the show's going I mean, till like mid-may or like end of may yeah and they yeah. they stopped take they stopped all fire um because they don't know what caused it. So they, I guess now they've released a statement. All similar fire effects are not, are now being pulled from the shows at the moment. Mm. There was one video I saw though. Okay. So me and Katie love Fantasmic. Yes. We've established that. <laughs> <laughs> there was one video I saw because since I've liked it enough, it's on my algorithms. And so people, and now people are posting different views of angles of it happening. Oh no. And there's one like, you see, you like actually see where it happens and you like see the dragon comes up and you hear like, don't, 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 you know, and then, and then you hear like the roar and then you, the sword yeah. happens and then you see the flames start to kind of happen, but it looks like something is dripping down like one of the dragon, like whisker things, oh, no. which I think must've been then the gas leak or the mm. oil leak. And then all of a sudden flames start dropping like little ones. Mm. And then it's like the head starts to get engulfed in the flames, like all throughout the mouth. And and then it just drips down the, and then it just. Nobody was hurt though, happens. right? Mm-mm. No one was hurt. Everyone was evacuated. Um, It seemed, it just happened. I mean, I told you about how this dragon's head used to fall off originally. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like this multi-million dollar mm. dragon that they waited for that was extent, like the head would fall off all the time. Um. Mm. I did find out they the name is, I 
think Harold or something. Harry, I don't know. The dragon has a name, as every animatronic does. Like you know, the jaws and the shark and jaws is named Bruce. This one has a name. I think it starts with an H. And then I did see that there was like a TikTok or something. So it was like they were referring to your childhood Fantasmic, which is the Orlando one. Uh huh. And they were referring to it and they're like, oh, I never doubted, but I've always stand like stood true. Like I'm a true like stand for Orlando having the uh. Um, the longest lasting or only current fully functioning dragon at the moment because they still use the old like crane version it's like a head on a stick with fabric like it's but it works great it works great that's the thing yep it's very effective it's what they originally had at disney the crane that like just had the head with like the fabric that drapes but Maybe they'll go back to it now and they realize this multi-million dollar dragon is not worth it. But they did so much work for this dragon. They had to do a whole new dragon pit and everything in that island. Mm. But yeah, so. But they also remember at Disney World, they had the Maleficent dragon in the parade catch on fire as well. Yes, yes, I do remember that. So Maleficent's just not not living her best life. <laughs> she's not. <laughs> no, she's like, she's saying I'm too old for this. Like, <laughs> we got to stop. We got to move on, pick a new villain. It's not my story anymore. <laughs> oh my gosh. So how are you, Sean? What's been happening? I want to see when our last episode was because this is really sad. And I, I again, I I know it was the Alicia Graf Mac one, but I don't know when I posted well, last that. episode that aired or last episode we recorded. Because those are last two episode dates. that aired. Ooh, I think January. Was it? February. February 27th. Oh, that's way sooner than I thought then. Two months. So we've been off for two months. I was thinking we were farther back than that. That's not bad. Okay. Well, that's pretty good. Like I said, there's no life here. So it's all the same. I go to work and I come home and do house stuff and have the boys and everything else. The only difference is now um, I applied to colleges. I got acceptances and I'm getting my undergraduate next year, finishing it up. That's amazing. That's the only new things. Yay, Sean. Yay. That's awesome. I'm smart sometimes. Because um, actually that's in one of the, the unaired episodes. You got accepted to, which one is it that you're going to attend? Ohio? Oh, so I got accepted to OSU here yeah. in Columbus. Yeah. I got accepted to LMU in California. Um, I got accepted to the RU program for Brown. And then I think think i'm getting accepted to seattle university and they haven't officially told me but they replied back but i'm not jinxing that one and then that's awesome i threw my hat out there for harvard and i haven't heard yet it's awesome though studying to be a lawyer right uh ideally hopefully we'll see and you guys plan you guys are about to do swan lake i saw an article that popped up on my facebook today yes yes we are about to do swan lake it is a very large production for a small company. Mm-hmm. Are you using trainees for swans? Oh, are we using trainees for swans? We have 32 f- swans. Ooh, that's a lot of birds. <laughs> it's usually 20. We are doing a European size <laughs> swan situation. Usually and- it's 20 with four signets, right? That's what it usually is. Or 16 with four signets. Or like 24, I think, mm-hmm. with two tall big swans or whatever. Mm-hmm. We did 24 at PMB when I was there. Every time I've done Swan Lake, we've done 24, and we had a company of 55. Yeah. We are a company of 26 dancers total doing 32 swans. Does that include and signets and big swans, or is that extra? 
It includes them. Okay, that's good. But there are four. There are four four little swans, and we're doing four big swans. Oh, that's definitely Europe right there. Yeah, it's a European sized version. I was like, no American company does four big swans. Mm-mm. They all do two because of the size. Like you just you don't have the numbers, or they cut um, them entirely. I remember we cut them entirely, and it became a variation for him. Oh yeah, it was Siegfried's um, variation. Yeah. Mm-mm. So what are you doing? Well, the whole ballet is cut pretty much. So all the stuff I've previously done at PNB when I used to do Neapolitan, Principal Shardas, Core Shardas, all that stuff, all gone. Really? Yeah. So Edwards made this version into two acts. Very city ballet of him to do. Mm-hmm. But by doing that, uh, all of what normally is first act is all of 10 minutes. Oh, what about like pas de trois so and stuff? That's the only remaining dance of first act. Oh, so like I so like the waltz, which is one of my favorite things to dance, like yeah. the na 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 na, which I used yeah. to do as one of Siegfried's friends, like the soloist friends in first act mm-hmm. with like waltz girls. That's gone. So it's like the hunt scene happens with like some peasants. Now we're all just like hunt peasants. We all come out, whatever, do the little bit beginning of that like peasant dance thing up until. Waltz's cut, pas de trois enters. Hmm. Pas de trois happens. We all come up after pas de trois. Oh, great, great job, whatever. And then the prince is sad and says, oh, oh I don't need to go hunting. So there's no hunting party either. He's like, hmm. oh, all these people can leave. It's just going to be me and Benno. Hmm. Um, and, and Benno is the pas de trois boy too. So That like we up. did too, yeah. A lot, of people, a lot of people do that. We did separate. I think hmm. just because... It gives more soloist boys opportunities. And also there's no parts in Solomon like as is. So they were separate. Um, and so after the, the, that, so that's 10 minutes and most of it's pas de trois. Are you, are you Benno? No. Oh. Oh, you're not Benno? No, I'm not. It's mm-hmm. the same three boys that do pas de trois Benno and Jester and pas de cotton third act or second act. Mm. So then that happens. So then it goes into a solo of Siegfried, some sad music. I don't know. Then Odette's entrance is normal. Then we do all the swans, all the normal swans. All 24 core swans come on, Mm. plus the four small swans, plus the four big swans. And it was done because they wanted to make it so the big and tall swans didn't have to stand as much, I guess. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. But they they stand just as much um almost not as quite but almost so so they're very much soloist now for sure like they come on they run on and they run off and they run on they do their dance run off like in second act at least um so they're like all 24 swans are trainee women and two and three ballet met two women so then it's like all of second act normal second act is still in our first act Hmm. plus there's a prologue scene Oh, of like her as a real person and then she gets not her a bunch of little girls so you see rothbart take the little girls and then takes and you see the mom cry which is all the overture music pretty much the normal overture Mm. music yeah edward likes to always do that prologue over over overture he doesn't like it he doesn't like music playing with nothing happening in a story i can understand that yeah Mm -hmm. so then all of white act happens done then we skip to our act two which is normally act three ballroom right Yep, all the ballroom stuff. So it starts with the ballroom, all that happens. But the only 
part of Bond that we are keeping is the princesses, which are trainee girls again, trainee hmm. women um, for the princess dance. And then Mar- uh, Maria, our head of our school, is doing mm-hmm. a lot of the decision making for Swan Lake because she's did a lot in Europe, I guess. So she helped Edward create this version of options. Um, so they went with a pot of cot, which yeah, I guess we did that. Used, used to happen, but then mm-hmm. it got cut out because it's boring. Mm-hmm. So we're doing the pot of cot with three girls and one boy. Yep. That's what City Ballet does. That's a Peter Martins. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. It is the most random thing I've ever seen. And the coda is like, bum, bum. The coda is stars and stripes. Yeah, it's stars and stripes. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they go like, so they step back, back, so they, and I'm like, I'm just waiting for them to do, do their steps back with their little salute signs happening because <laughs> the variation, so, and then Edward created these, these variations for the women. Yeah. They're really, pr- they're pretty. I don't think he did the man's variation. I think it was preset. Like they took an old version. I'm not sure. And then it ends with pot with like stars and stripes music of like whatever. Then he did keep Spanish. So hmm. I do Spanish. And it's okay. two men. Interesting. Um, but in this version, we're like the backstory that no one knows because there's no actual show of it. But the backstory said is that like we are ravens. So there's swans and we are like two ravens. So like we're actually like Odile's like sidekicks, like pets like Flossum and Jetsum. So for the Black Swan entrance, we enter with o- with Odile. We, oh. we 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 swing her on. We 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 lift her like by arm and back, like a big ton of flesh carry. So she like flies in. Oh. So like Rothbart comes and then we like bring her in. She like does her little fly in. We all, we all bow and then we play a trick on the princesses. So then like secret secret secret, and then I get a princess to bring to Odile and she like looks at her and like trash and throws her away. And then I like throw her around and then we start Spanish. So then we do Spanish and then we're done. And then after us, it goes to the pot of cot. After pot of cot, it goes to black swan. Mm. Normal. Except for now they, they did rearrange the order. So we ha- we have a jester, which we had at PNB, but the jester actually has his own music <laughs> to do a variation to in ballroom. Oh. But uh, in this version, they're using Neapolitan music instead. Oh, so Black Swan Paw happens, and then the Jester Neapolitan music happens after the Pot of Dough itself before the variations, just to help because he's smashed everything together. There's it's just harder to add a little oh, bit of breathing. Oh, they get more breathing time. That's nice. A little bit because they also cut stuff out of the White Axe, so it's heavier on the Odettes, I believe, as well. Mm. And there is no pause or break between Black Swan and Fourth Act White. Okay. So they do this, they do this little bit of breathing room for the little for the gesture dance. Then they do their variations and code like normal. Then uh he took this version from the royal that at the end of Black Swan for the deception and everything else, like Rothbart yanks the crown off the queen. Oh like, uh court people are all like frozen in different positions around us two Spanish people, quote unquote ravens um come in and with Odile and we help her leave like we push people aside and like help her exit safely through the fog and then it goes to the normal fourth act white act but they inserted a Rothbart solo in fourth act to what music music? I've never heard in my life I don't even know but but it's like all the core swans are doing something like very minimal 
And then he's like doing like a little ditty. And it's just to give Odette Odile time to change. Is your Rothbart one person or is it an ABT like two men job? It's one guy. So he's okay. he also quick changes too. Okay. Because um, ABT, they have the creature version and then the handsome version. And it's two different people. So it's one guy with the same kind of idea, but it's done with a headdress instead of like that creature-ish. Mm. Yeah, so it's very interesting. Um, they dance, and then all the swans dance to this music that seems very cheerful to me, and I don't under—I've never heard it. Um, hmm. And then the melancholic music I'm used to that I I love that melancholic dance music. Then mm-hmm. that happens, mm. which is my favorite. But I miss all the formations. Um, yeah, I just did such a pretty version at PNB that was so stunning. Yeah, costume wise and choreographically, that it's hard now to see another version that. Yeah, you know. I will say Peter's fourth act was really nice. Really? Mm-hmm. See, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, and they cut fourth act Potida. Oh, that's the best one. That's what we all that's said. That's the but best one. Who, but someone said it was boring who was part of the decision making. She said she didn't like it. It was boring. Oh, no, it's the best one. It oh. also helps the story because it actually adds the emotional and the apology yeah. to it. Like oh. the whole like, I'm so sorry, remorse situation. So then it makes sense for like everything else. I don't know. So then that all happens. And then all of a sudden I saw her run to the corner and jump off a ledge out of nowhere. <laughs> I did not know that was normal. Oh yeah. Usually they usually they both commit suicide. Both of them. Oh, he follows her right afterwards. Yeah, that's and I was like, What is that's happening? Sw- that's royal. We did, she turns back. We did a very Giselle version where she turns back into a swan for all eternity and he pines for her um and then that's what we did at pmb and then a guesting version that i did in mobile um rothbart and the swans kill him and she is cursed forever so she lives he dies so rothbart is killed by the swans in this one there is a trio fight between odette rothbart and siegfried at one point Hmm. so when i'm used to seeing like the big figure eight run mm-hmm. of all the swans it's like rothbart's trying to strangle siegfried and she's like pleading and it, it's dramatic yeah yeah it's an interesting take on things it, there's so many different swan endings because i think there's a company it might be bolshoi somebody in russia does happily ever after rothbart dies and they both live happily ever after yeah, no. This one, they both die, and then they show up behind a scrim at the very end mm-hmm. when all the other swans are are fading away. That's very common, yeah. Very but common. for us, I'm used to seeing Rothbart win, and he like, bring, like Odette goes like fades away as a swan mm-hmm. with Rothbart in the corner before he squishes, and then the prince is left there just watching the, and then the swan flies across the back. Mm. Like I'm used to, I'm used to that. I yeah. thought that was normal because I've only <laughs> ever seen one. I've only yeah. ever seen, I'm trash. I'm trailer park ballet trash. I've only seen one version of Swan Lake ever in my life, like in its entirety. And it's the PNB version. Oh, so that's all. That's the only option I know. Aww. Other than little clips of things here and there, but right. I realize I don't even like it that much. Cause like, I don't like tricks in ballet. I am so over black Swan because of all the weird gala versions. I see of people just spinning for Jesus off the music. So I actually do like watching it in context. Um, Caitlin's Black Swan and White Swan is so thoughtful. Oh, it's that's so, good. It's like, it's- Yeah, it's, it's a so story nice arc. To see her yeah. 
Yes, she is so thoughtful about it. Um, no, but aren't I right? I'm just so over Black Swan because of all the fake tricky things. I'm like, well, it must I just be. Don't like it. It's it's definitely a gala piece. It seems to be the the it's, part of the. It's like Don Q. It's I a Don hate Q. Watching Don Q third act for the same reason. It's Don Q. That's just evil. That's all it is. It's the same. It's the same yeah. setup. It's exactly the same setup. The fast opening section, the slower end of the pot of the section, the two variations, and then the fuentes. It's exactly the same blueprint as yeah. Don Q. Mm-hmm. And in Don Q, so I also, so we were doing this thing that I've never, I've never experienced it before in my life in ballet. And I'm like, what is happening? I thought it was a mishap. A pause in the music between her fuentes and his Alice Cone turns. Oh yeah, all the time. That happens all the time. Mm-hmm. It da, is the da, da, trashiest da. thing. <laughs> pause. He walks out. Da, 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 da. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yep. It is the trashiest thing. I have ever, I was like, I thought someone just accidentally on our, like in a rehearsal, like forgot, like, oops, oops, or we because the, they wanted to stop for a second. And now it's happened every time. I'm like, oh, like, this is a, th- we're doing this. This is a thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this doesn't make sense because Fuentes moved forward and he doesn't even, even with the pause, he doesn't start on center. So I'm like, if you're not, if you're going to pause and f-ing run to center, center. <laughs> But it's like he still is slightly off-centered where he would, would walk from the corner. And nor- We didn't do that at PNB, so I didn't even know that was an option. Oh, it yeah. was like, Fuente for Jesus, Fuente for Jesus, Fuente for Jesus. And then like at the front of the stage, Susu. And then he just goes behind her yep. because that was what makes sense. Because musically, you want to keep the rhythm going and you want to keep the story going. Yeah. And the pause is like a jerk. It's like when you're on a roller coaster and you like all of a sudden stop at the end. <laughs> and then it like reverses back. It is so trashy. And I thought oh. I was trash and that's trash. Yep. It's it's sometimes done in Don Q too. I guess I did it. I I guess it did happen in our Don Q here. Mm-hmm. But it didn't happen. At, we didn't do that at PNB either. We never paused that. That's because. Do you PNB like it? Do you like the no, pause? No, I don't like the pause. It. I tell you, it gives the girl an extra 10 seconds to recalibrate. But. To run to the corner mm-hmm. for the last two eights. Like, mm-hmm. I feel if you have a pause, it's because you're spinning for Jesus and you're expect, like, and it, you're setting yourself up to have to be a little top and bring in that much applause that you have to pause. And to me, that doesn't, I don't, why would you want that pressure on that person? Yeah. Sometimes it's so bad the pause, it stops. He walks on in silence. Prepares, yes, yes, and I'm like, yes. okay, that's unnecessary. That's what's happening. Yeah, that's like, why are happening. you walking on in silence? Walk on during the last four fuentes, prepare and go. Yeah, yeah. yes, yes, mm-hmm. right yeah, there with so that's you. That's fun. Like, it, it, we open this weekend. It'll be fun. Um, super easy for me. The women, of course, that's fun. Like, so they're dying. Yeah, it's... we've run it. Yeah, we've run the ballet twice a day now for two weeks. Oof, oof, yeah. Yeah, it's. I remember when I got promoted to soloist, Swan Lake went that season, and I was so happy because I didn't have to be a swan. I was pas de trois and pas de quatre, two different casts, and I didn't have to do swans, and it was like the best thing in the world because it is so hard. You lucked out that there mm-hmm. there was enough women to put those small swans and stuff as core members because at yeah. PNB, we even had soloists as the big swans, and then Caitlin, even at Colorado, 
did four little swans as a soloist mm-hmm. every show like it's because they're so it's a technically like a soloist featured role yeah and, and big swan so like you lucked out you had enough girls to fill in that spot as a soloist that you didn't have to do it yeah signets was always senior core and then we didn't have mm-hmm. big swans so yeah um and then the soloists did pot de trois and then mm-hmm. pot de cot the lead girl in pot de cot was a principal but the rest of us were soloists mm-hmm. And then, of course, principals did Odette and Odile. So, yeah, so that's what that's what's ha- happening with me. But you, Little Miss Busy, are doing your own thing. You, I saw you were mm-hmm. flailing in Santa Monica. I was flailing in Santa Monica. Yes. So let's talk about. So that was my long-winded, unnecessary Swan Lake situation. I like your long-winded. Stories. Let's talk about you. Um. Okay. Yeah, what happened since I saw you last? I did do a gala up in L.A. Um, we went to Santa Monica to rehearse up to Westside Ballet, which is kind of the steps of L.A. And the L.A. I love Westside. The L.A. ballet scene, not L.A. ballet, but like the Los Angeles ballet environment is very different. Um, I had a great time. It with is Chase. a vibe. Do you, do you know Chase and Greenwood at all? Mm-mm. He looks and has Mm-mm. your mannerisms. It was kind of weird for me. He looks a lot like you. <laughs> he has your mannerisms. He walks like it was very strange. Um, love him to death. He's a doll. Um, he's very, he wears a lot of hats. But yeah, the LA dancing. I took Milos's class for the first time in like forever. Um, oh, he's teaching there now? Yeah, Milos teaches like two days a week up at Westside. Does he not live in Vegas anymore? No, he lives in Santa Barbara. Oh, okay, nice. Um, and so David Protus was there. I danced with David. So David and I hadn't danced together since we were like 19 and we were both like, all right, we still got this. It was, it was hard. I hadn't been choreographed on like that since Dawn did red shoes on me. And so Mm -hmm. I was like, this is, I don't move like I used to, like my back is a whole lot more locked up than it used to be. But um, it was super fun. It was really interesting. Um, I had a great time. The gala itself was very L.A. DJ, three different pieces. Like, and even the crowd walking in, I was like, oh, this is like fashion. Like, it's such a different crowd that I was not prepared for that. It's I don't know. But all the dancers were awesome. Chasen was awesome. I hope to work with them again. But it was I liked the piece, too. How did this come about? Like, how? because oh, I didn't know you were doing this. And I saw on social media. Yeah. You posted your video of you like rehearsing or whatever. I was like, wait, what? Who are these people? Who's dancing with Katie? That's not me. What's happening here? <laughs> and I was like, so happy to see you rehearsing and stuff. I'm like, oh, what are you doing? Because I, I thought you were like hustling around, flying around teaching. And then I saw you like dancing. And I was like, what, what, what? What is happening? Like, so how did this happen? We're still dancing as long as we can do it. Like, I'm still trying. Well, to- I know, but I, I literally <laughs> thought that you were like shipping around and doing your YGP thing and oh, like yeah. your weekend, Catherine Morgan and Friends. And then I saw like rehearsal footage of you. And I was yeah. like, wait, I had, I wasn't asked to guess who you're dancing with. What is <laughs> happening? Like, I thought you were like, so how did this come about? Cause I'm, I was like, I saw it and it made me so happy to see. And I was like, what is happening? He emailed me out of the blue. Just, I see you're here. Um, if you ever want to come dance, because he has a small company called The Realm Company. Um, they do lots of different, they're project based. It's not like they don't have like a season. They'll do like a film mm-hmm. project or a gala or this and that. Um, all these dancers have other jobs, but he'll bring them in project by project. So they were doing this gala with three choreographers. And he was like, I would love to choreograph on you. 
Um, and I work with David Protus all the time. And David and I were at SAB together. We got our apprenticeships together. We did everything. And then we did Flower Festival together at City Ballet. So I was like, oh my gosh, how fun. Um, so yeah, I just went up there. It, it's a bit of a trek. For me, that was the only downside was the trek up to Santa Monica to rehearse. But it was a blast. I loved it. It was a beautiful piece of like, it was all inside David's head. And so I was the light and the love and the other um, beautiful dancer, Matisse Love, her name is. She was like the depression and anxiety. So like the two of us battled in his head and then ultimately I won because, <laughs> you know, light and love always wins. So um, it was, but it was a blast. <laughs> Ideally. Was a blast. Ideally. So it was a blast. But oh, the hard fun. part was in the middle of all this, going to YGP finals and missing a whole week. So YGP finals is, it is now so huge. I thought I was just going to go do a media. I thought I was just, I hosted the the live streams. If anybody watched both final round live streams, I hosted with John Celia three years running now. We're like a thing. It's fun. Um, I figured out I could have my own talk show or be a news anchor if I had to. I have like now realized I've developed this skill um, because they gave us nothing and they were like, all right, whole intermission, talk, go. So John and I just riffed for 15 minutes. It, it was like, all right, we can do this. Um, love him dearly. And then three days before I go to finals, they hit me with a full judging schedule, which I had no idea I was going to be judging and teaching. So doing teaching, judging, social media host, it was a lot. At least this year I didn't have to dance. Last year I was in the gala, so that was a lot. Now they're going into their 25th anniversary season, so it's going to be an even bigger to do next year. Oh, boy. It's a lot. So having to do that for a week and then go back, and then one week later I did Chasen's gala, and now I'm preparing for all the summer things, which we should say you're coming to. Yeah, we can officially say now. We've we alluded officially... to it. I don't. Yes. I think we we alluded in the episode that we didn't leave, that we didn't leave, we didn't release. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sean's yeah. going to teach at my adult intensive for two weeks. We're so I'll excited. Be there. This, this hot mess will be there. And we're going to rehearse on top of that <laughs> somehow. <laughs> I know. I keep on looking at schedule. And I go, I'm not sure when this is going to happen, but mm-hmm. I guess it's happening. Okay. We'll figure it out. Yeah. So yeah, it's going to be, it'll be actually nice to be there. And this will be the longest amount of time we have to rehearse anything ever anything ever <laughs> we haven't done this much rehearsal together for anything since the kennedy center for rnj and don q that's true because that was like a two month a month and a half thing um yeah no it's fun. i'm like okay two weeks so much time but look at the schedule it's gonna be like two weeks of like 30 minute rehearsals yeah <laughs> literally Wait, so it, right. might, it might add up to be the same like four day situation just saturday we'll out, have saturday but- Oh yeah, we have Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Yeah, there. I am going up to LA for the night on the 11th. I know that though. That's the only day okay. that I'm gonna leave for the night. Um, and then come back in the morning. That's fine. My friends, uh, Trevor and Roberto. I, the, my friends, I was just the best man for at their wedding in October in Mexico. So I'm gonna go see them because that's the. It's right between their. They're traveling and they fly back in and they fly back out and that's they're fine. like, what days? And they gave me. They gave us two options. I go. This is the one night I can miss, I think. I'll see you on the 11th. Perfect. <laughs> but we have that Saturday. So I was, I was like, I will not be watching the movie with everyone in the hotel on 
on the 11th that's for the okay second week i'm sorry <laughs> but i was like i need i want i haven't seen them since october for, for the wedding so i want to go see them um but yeah no i'm super excited to come it's gonna be fun and i get to see your new house you sent me the photos i can't wait we are finally as of this past weekend have gotten somewhere on our house like our two spare bedrooms are catch-alls we have to that is my one project left to do is the guest room for you but i have until july to do it but like our living room and our kitchen and our backyard are all clean and i can walk around and it's so beautiful and i can open my french doors i love it so much oh no i'm so excited no we have a pool so you'll be great (laughs) yep 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 no and then i'm gonna rent a bike while i'm there for the two weeks to get around Nice. So I Google, I, I can rent a bike for like 85 bucks. And I'm like, I'm just going to bike everywhere. Why not? I can reimburse like, Everything's you. so close. Everything's so close. I can reimburse you for that. No, this, is, this is fine. And No, I was like, I'm going to ride a bike. It will help me just like get around, enjoy being outside, a little bit of in shape situation. So yeah, it's, I'm like really looking forward. I told Paul, I'm like, I'm going to ride a bike. And he's like, so local. <laughs> <laughs> Is he coming at all? Uh, possibly. We we don't know. It, 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 sometime either for the weekend or the second week or whatever. It just depends on work. Okay. So that's why I got cool. the Airbnb for the second week. So I don't I don't impose too much. So I'll be with you for the first week, and then I got an Airbnb really close by. Um, some like guest house thing. Um, nice for the second week. So okay. it's easy. Perfect. Um, no, I'm super stoked. It'll be fun. Yeah. And we'll have to record a lot while you're here. Do some content or something. Yeah, we can vlog it and stuff. Oh, I mean, we'll vlog. We just get a lot of. We get tons of media stuff. We'll record our podcast together again. Yes, yes, yes. So we yes. can we can do that. Um. Oh, I wonder if we should have any guests while we're there. I wonder maybe if Rachel. Anyone she's else teaching with us? Yeah, if any of the other teachers or if anyone like if a student or two want to come on and mm-hmm. talk about it. Mm-hmm. We could do something like that too. It'd um, be fun. There's lots of options. Love options. We could actually do a couple days. Okay. What else we have to talk about too? The Wicked Leaks. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The movie. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, because on my list, literally, I was like, my mental list for this, I was like, we have to talk about the dragon, phantasmic burning up, and oh yeah, Wicked Leaks. Oh, and Phantom closing. So many things. So many and things. We have. We have a, a a future guest from Phantom. Actually, I can get a couple guests from Phantom, but uh, the main dresser of Phantom himself said he would be a guest on our podcast. Amazing. That makes me so happy. You have no idea. I will like be a kid in a cage. He was like, or... just, he's like, Sean, just tell me when you guys are recording and let me know. Amazing. He has been, I think he has been the Phantom's dresser for almost the whole run or the last like 13, 10, a while. Mm-hmm. A while so he he's gone through multiple like like N- norm lewis um, who i saw do it once who was amazing oh yeah 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 and before Hugh. him even because yeah oh yeah well he was there for 11 years and i think andrew was his dresser the whole time wow um because yeah because yeah andrew was there when i was there which is when norm was there and hugh um i actually had hugh and norm as my phantoms for the two years i was there but I you, saw Norm do it and I was floored because he's a baritone. And I was like, I, mm-hmm. whoa, whoa. Well, the man has a voice that's 
just unbelievable. But I didn't know if it was going to work as a baritone, and it worked. Well, two of his understudies are also baritones. Um, usually baritones can sing all the tenor stuff. It's just a different timbre. It sounds a little bit different, mm. um, like tonal-wise. But uh, Norm, when I was there, brought a new idea to the portrayal almost. Mm. Like how he was delivering lines and 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 taking certain cues, which is different than how I always watched Hugh mm-hmm. for my whole entire first year there. Yeah. Um, and then the two under the two then became three understudies, all very similar. But then there was one time it was Norm when I came back after Flesh and Bone, and uh, Elizabeth Welch, who was the understudy, Christine. We were sitting up on top of the bridge before we climbed down at the very end. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we watched the whole entire second layer scene from down once more, dun 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 to yeah. my darkness. Like from that point on, after uh, Don Juan, yeah, we are sitting on that bridge the whole time, and so we see the whole scene with him and her in her wedding dress and and Raúl and 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 that whole thing and. Um, he says the line that said some, something about like, look at this face, uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. whatever. Christine's on, I know Christine is on the ground and he chose to ye- almost yell, growl it at her instead. It was a different thing. And uh, Elizabeth literally said, I love doing this scene with him. And I love how he does that line because no one's mm. ever said that line to me that way before ever. And it changed how I respond back. Hmm. It was just, it was like a one-liner to her. And she's like, it, she's like, it makes the it, my favorite part now of the whole entire scene. Wow. So with so. all the Phantom closing, like it was really sad because they posted like, right? um, like all these people, like who had done like eight, like one guy had done like 8,000 performances. And I was like, holy moly, that's, that is dedication. Kafir, uh, they listed him like at 3,000. That's unreal. Right? How many did you do? Do you know? I don't know. I mean, I did it for a year and a half off and on. So I'd, I would be like in the hundreds, I'm sure. Mm. If you think like eight shows a week off and on for the, yeah, I would have to do some math. I don't know. I mean, they have a record. They would know exactly how many I did in the year and a half, two years I did it. So mm. I'm sure I'd be close to um, Etsy. She came in late. So probably around her. She's only done it for like what, a year, year and a half? Yeah. So she was at a few hundred. So yeah. do you think they'll bring the the new production in? Oh, yeah. I mean, Andrew Lloyd Webber already hinted at bringing it back already. Yeah. Like in a year. They're going to bring the version that they have up in London going right now, which is a little bit cheaper, but is newer. They just have to go in and revamp the, the theater. Um, the theater and well, and the then show they itself. Can, they can be renominated for Tony's, right? Yeah, it will be a revival now. Yeah. So they'll get awards again. Um, I heard they won't have to pay um, how Prince royalties anymore. Oh, because it won't be it, even if it looks the same as his, like the Wolanda one, pretty much. It it, it it isn't his direction. It will be the associate director's direction, which is Seth, uh, his version. Um, and then same with Jillian, the, the original choreographer. Yeah. Like so, though all those rights disappear at this point if, if if they bring it back, unless they bring back the same version. But I don't know how much they would have to keep and not keep to get to alter that though, because 
I don't think you would watch the new London production and realize it's any different. Oh, okay. It's like watching the West Side Story suite we do as the ballet company and watching the West Side Story dances from the original Broadway choreography, which I've also mm. done. Yeah. There were little things that we just did differently. Mm. But no one would notice, but like enough that I knew all the choreography going into it step by step, pretty much. They just told me not to turn out. Ah. And they changed a couple, a couple arms were a little bit different or whatever. Yeah. Because of the set, the, the stager. So mm. it's, I think it something like that. Like it's going to come back in here. Um, it's also, it's recreating the demand, you know? I mean, they extended it too before mm-hmm. they closed mm-hmm. because the demand was so high. It's just, it's a tourist show and right now the tourist tickets are not selling on broadway still Mm -hmm. and that's the thing so it's more local based or people coming in not so not as many foreign tourists are coming in and that was like the the bread and butter of that income there plus covid the covid restrictions to return to work are so expensive um that that's why a lot of shows were closing they just they had extra costs that they d- weren't budgeted into that they weren't able to upkeep in this different demand of shows from what I hear from my friends there. Hmm. Um, and so like a show like that, that you think was going to go nowhere. That is if you, like if you go to New York and you have enough, uh, now we're on budgets again, still what shows are you going to see phantom or two new ones that just opened up that you haven't seen yet. You're going to see a new show. Yeah. You know? So it's like, the Phantom isn't going to, you know, without, but because that was a ticket sale that for any foreign tourist, mm-hmm. that was, I mean, that was our, our most of our audience. Yeah. And yeah, it's expensive to run. I mean, it's not that expensive, but it's, it is expensive to run per night. Well, so. I'm really glad that it might come back. So, hi. Oh, for sure. Hi, sure. Hello. I know. You oh, I forget hear, you guys I just can't wave, hear each other. So I just wave. <laughs> Okay, bye. Um, Love you, bye. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's it's sad to see. It was sad to see all the loadouts. I wish I could have been there for that last Sunday show that it was all yeah. like, but I was working mm-hmm. and, but it yeah. was, I'm, I'm, I think it's cool. I'm a part of that history. And yeah. my, fo- my photo was on the wall backstage with all the other phantom uh, uh, people that have gone through that theater. I'm still part of the fam. Mm-hmm. Um, it's cool. That's awesome. So, well, and I have great, great memories from it. It's my favorite Broadway show. So I hope it comes back. It will. It will. If not a year, year and a half. When Amanda Edge gave me and Riley a backstage tour, it was like, it's her favorite too. So we were like, oh my God. Like, we're like kids. <laughs> Just like, oh, the stage is black. What the heck? It's shiny. Like, you know, and all the elephant, the elephant's up in the rafters mm-hmm. like i don't know it was just fascinating it's a small theater yeah it's tiny mm-hmm. christine's dressing room is flown up above us yeah so the christine dress room scene goes off and goes straight up and you have a whole entire platform and room hanging above you i mean all the masquerade stairs slide back and go up wow yeah i mean that's just because there's no room I, and i i don't know if you noticed that when you did your backstage tour but I realized it looks really minimal. Yeah, it's like, like very Victorian theater tricks. 
Yes, it's all these old tricks. So it's a very minimal set itself mm-hmm. with just some big pieces here and there, but like a lot of plain black kind of cut cutout situations <laughs> yeah. and a lot of two-dimensional. And then like, it just, it's a weird, it's, it, it was, it was very odd to me because it looks so lush and lavish and I'm like, yeah. Oh, it's kind of bare bones. Lighting. The <laughs> lighting is what does it. Yeah. And the mannequins. And the mannequins. <laughs> the masquerade mannequins. Um, let's jump to, because I have to go teach in 25 minutes, the Wicked movie. And can we just start? You're an old pink and I'm an old green. And we're talking about Wicked right now. Glinda. It's a sign. It's a sign. Um, I have to say, when they first announced that Ariana Grande was going to do Glinda, I was unsure. And then hearing that clip, if that's really her, I was like, okay. Oh, it's her. I was like, all right, touche. Because she sounds amazing. It's her. Uh, And the fact they uh, put her in pink and not blue, because her bubble dress is blue on Broadway. The fact that she's in pink, I'm like, oh, good. (laughs) I wanted her in pink. (laughs) So you're, you, that is a hot take on TikTok right now. Is it? The blue. Oh. For the bubble dress. Um. Okay, so if anyone doesn't know, there have been leaked footage of the sets and filming over in London because they're filming on an island. And so people stand across the river and fly their drones and take photos for us. And I love them all for it. Thank you. But then someone stood across the river originally and recorded the sound from they were filming of Ariana Grande singing No One, no One Mourns the Wicked. Yeah. There are... Now three different audio clips of that song out there. Mm. Amazing. Um, yeah, she sounds yes. incredible. And, so they, and then so they released then those footage, the, the back behind the scenes footage and those proper photos of her in that pink bubble dress, which Glinda is pink in our original Wizard of Oz movie back in the 1930s. Yeah. Um, even though in the books, witches were white, but oh. whatever the good witches do. So but the hot take is the pink or blue. Mm. And I love that you're like, you're glad she, why are you glad she's in pink though? Because of the original. Because of know. that movie, the original. Because it's also movie. pink goes good with green. Mm-hmm. Like that's a mm-hmm. whole thing. And then it, her big dress is blue. So I don't know. I think I, I just, I liked the pink. Yeah, I like it. I, and I'm intrigued to see how it actually is going to look on film because someone was saying that like you know that's not how the dress is going to look as it like you know that they're going to cgi parts of this dress and everything right. else so i'm intrigued and... to see how it like yeah. how it like the cinderella dress from the lily whatever her name is cinderella dress mm-hmm. they cgi'd the shit out of that that's why it looks so blue and special mm. in the live action the remake um but then we also got the photos yes the photos running up and then the photo of of Cynthia Revo just from the back in Alphaba and I'm like when is it going to leak when is there an Alphaba going to leak well the other thing about Cynthia Revo is the woman's voice like I'm so happy they got somebody with a voice like because sometimes with these things they'll pick the actress who's like on a voice but that woman can belt her face off And so it's like, okay, good. You went with somebody who can sing the part. And I love that she has a unique voice. Yes. Like you hear it, it is stunning, but it is still unique. Like it is still, there is pure character and her behind it. Mm -hmm. 
I'm just dying for her no good deed. Because I'm just like, I can't wait. The only other person I wanted to do it was Jessica Bosk. Because I saw her do it on Broadway. Oh. Un- unbelievable. Like, unbelievable. She's one of my favorite alphabets mm-hmm. of how she portrays mm-hmm. the character. Like, in the speaking lines and stuff, it's not just always shouting, which I know they do push the women to do all the time. She reminds me back of, like, the Golden Age Alphaba and Glinda's from, like, back in the original, like, the first, like, six of them, let's say, mm-hmm. where there's a little more play, a little more texture, and, and less, like, this, 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 this. Mm-hmm. No, I love Jessica Vosk. I could watch her bootlegs all day long. Mm-hmm. So for the for these leaks then, um, because now we have some audio, do, there's a thing that people... Okay, one, let's, I want to talk about the color of the dresses again because I have a story to, about that. And two, do you think these leaks are on purpose? Because there's like a conspiracy going on that like some of these leaks are purposely being done. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm sure film companies do that all the time just to gain traction for it. Isn't it two, isn't it a two-parter? Isn't the movie mm-hmm. going to be in two parts? So I think there has yeah. to be enough interest built up into wanting to see both. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know if maybe the original person leaked it and then they were like, "Ugh, we got to let's give us let's give people a real thing." I don't know. That's what I think. I think the person stood across the river, whatever her name was on TikTok, thank God for her recorded the original Mourn the Wicked. And then because that leak happened after they released the two overly dark photos on purpose. So those two photos of like this, of like her running up the stairs. They're really dark. And, and the photo of her, of like al- just alpha from the back. Those were like the first images we ever got. Da, 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 da. Um, and then the drone picture of, of the Munchkin land and the building of, we found out now that Shiz University, not Emerald City. Um, she got that uh, footage of the of the sound. And then all of a sudden, the behind the scenes, like pro documentary, you know how like they film and take photos of behind the scenes while they're filming? Those then like were released like on, on extra and stuff. And I was like, I think that that was like a response to the original sound leak. Like here, we're going to get in front of this and be on top of it. Yeah, because then all of a sudden the original vocal leak from across the river is, is kept on getting pulled down from places and they were only using like the, the official because then they also released those those still photos of Ariana standing there like, you know, so I don't know. I think they might have purposely leaked some things um, in response. I'm excited, though. And it's my mom's favorite musical. I remember bringing her to Wicked for her birthday. And she was so she'll even say I did not want to see it. I thought she's like Wizard of Oz is fine. It's whatever. I didn't. By the end of the first act, she's like bawling. And she's like, you were right. I love this so much. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, mom, I knew you would. Because my mother is Glinda. Like she is. Yes. Yes. My mother is. She's she's like Southern Glinda. She got all the Glinda jokes, was laughing louder than anybody. And my mother can also belt her face off. I don't know if you know this. You've told me. I've never heard it yet, but you've told me. My mom has a voice. I'm like, mom, you're, you should have. Like she'll be singing just like at home. And I'm like, holy crap. You're like, she's pitch perfect. She can harmonize. I remember like growing up in church. She's an alto. 
So like she would sit there and just harmonize all the songs because she's like, this is the wrong key for me. And I would just be sitting there like, mom, <laughs> you're like <laughs> unbelievable. So, but my mother is Glinda. So. Oh yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Is, is she excited for the movie too? I don't even know. <laughs> don't even know if she knows. So I, but I know she'll be excited. I know she will be. I'm excited to see how much of the books are brought in because they, they've already, they cast characters from the book already that are like listed. Mm. And I'm just, because the book is so dark and I'm actually about to start, I'm about about to reread it mm. um, at, starting next week. It's it's my, it's be my first summer book. Oh, I'll read it with you. I've never read it. Let's read it. To, I only got about like a third in originally and then I got busy and stopped. Let's read it together. Yes, let's do that. Okay. I'm going to start next week. Okay, the um, Katie and Sean book dark. club. <laughs> yes. Anybody else want to read it? It's with dark. Us? Okay. <laughs> Join and give us some comments and thoughts. Okay. Um. So I'm intrigued to see how far they go in that realm. Yeah. Because it's like a lot of that stuff would not be allowed on television. Let's just say. Oh. I mean, the it, like let's picture. Um. Okay, so we're right now watching. Oh, you guys should watch the show. It's really good. Um. Great Expectations. Oh, yeah. Okay, so it's now a BBC show and FX show. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Um, what's her name is the main woman in it. Olivia she, Coleman. Like, was from the, she, yeah, she, the Crown, the Queen, mm-hmm. and, and a bunch of other stuff. It's so good. Um, but in this, they go in back in London during the rough times. Uh, they're going through like what they call like a pleasure garden which is pretty much like a free-for-all of anything that's you want is available to you. Mm. Okay, that's in that's in Wicked, in the book. It's like, oh, it's pretty much like a bath. They go to like a bathhouse. Interesting. Yeah, it gets it, it gets pretty dark. Um, and, and a lot of other things. And like, uh, Alpha herself is a much darker person, like internally and what is, you know, like uh the the water is actually a thing like she burnt like it's a whole there's a whole internal thought process with her and the love affair with her Piero, which is very um, much more adult much more tumultuous tumultuous t- t- you know the word tumultuous that one thank you speech impediment <laughs> um <laughs> so i i'm intrigued to see if they're making this two movies yeah i, I want and if you have Cynthia Rivo is Alphaba, who I watched her in The Color Purple, go to these dark places so beautifully. Mm-hmm. I want to see this. I want to see, the, yes, I want to see the Broadway version, but I want to see this book. I just hope that they, if they do go dark, that they let parents know because they could see a lot of kids going to these movies. And I hope that there's the proper rate, you know what I mean? Like, I hope if it's not the happy Broadway version that it parents know that ahead of time. Cause I know if I was a parent, I would be concerned about that. Yeah. I don't think it, I don't think it'd be any darker than Moulin Rouge in okay. my mind. Yeah. I mean, that dealt with dark material in a, <laughs> in an, a good way for the screen that like everyone yeah. could, could relate to, you know, if you're old enough, you, you, you understand if you're young enough, you don't understand yet, but that you will, when you get older mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. No, I'm super excited. I'm just, I keep on the other night. I a good hour was going deep down on TikTok and reels and YouTube trying to find every leak possible. And Paul was like, I'm going upstairs to go watch TV and eat. <laughs> you're down here singing along, watching TikToks. 
<laughs> I was like, yes, I am. Yes, I am with no shame. Thank you. <laughs> no shame. Well, so I go upstairs. I go upstairs. And he's like, put your headphones in. <laughs> You're like, yes, dear. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so if you want to read it with us, I need to like either get, is there an audiobook version? Probably. I'm going to actually probably look into that because I'll, I'll, I'm going to try and get on my Kindle. Yeah. Um, um, read it with I'm sure us. I'm an audiobook. Yeah. And something that I, that just before we close, because I do have to go teach in 10 minutes, that we talked about on the unaired episode was the dressing room chat segment. Remember how we were going to have people write in their best, like, things you talk about yes. in the dressing room story? Yeah. So keep sending yes. your stories. Yes. But we're now altering them slightly. So it's more about, kind of like how we talk to each other in this podcast, as in write us the stories of what you would share with your friend in the dressing room Mm -hmm. as you're getting ready for a show or like Mm -hmm. what you would share between your two show break. Yep. Dressing room chat. They're just what we were going to call this chats from the dressing room mirror. That's what we were going to call this. That one. So yeah, we'll, we'll do our chats from dressing room mirror corner. Cool. Starting after this, we'll go forward with that. I forgot about that. Good memory. See? Yeah. This I is what happens when other... you're when you're un you're not consistent. <laughs> I had too many other things I had to talk about: Burning Dragon and Huntington Beach and Wicked and Phantom. I was like, yep. I had priorities, but yes, yep. trash in the dressing room mirror sounds good. But yeah, let's be consistent again. Let's be consistent again, Sean. We I will. We this. will. I know. Me too. We'll, we'll, we're good at it now. Our schedules are much. It's summertime. We're, it's summertime. We're, we're gonna do this. It's good. Every pod has to have a slight break in their podcasting. Mm-hmm. The sentimental men that I listened to, they said they just took a break. They came back legit just to talk about the wicked leaks. And there you go. They took a two month hiatus. We took a two month hiatus. It happens. Great. I don't feel so bad now. But thanks for listening, everybody. We love you guys. And we'll see you next time. Later. Why did I wave? They can't <laughs> see me. Oh, my God. <laughs>